Let's do this. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest PS5. I'm your host today, Mr. Alex Sylvester, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangera. What's up, man? How's it going? Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa. I don't know how to respond to that in Japanese, but you're very welcome. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is episode 56, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, moving on up. Uh, if you enjoy this show and listen to us every week, which we hope you do, we thank you. Uh, why not head over to our patreon.com? Oh, sorry, head over to our Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 and help support the show by becoming a Patreon. Uh, doing so, will get you'll get extra uh, PlayStation podcasts every week and more. So head over to www.patreon.com forward slash PS5, late, latest PS5. And again, thank you. Uh, and speaking of our Patreon uh, family, uh, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon producers, uh, George Rixey, Adam Batty, Martin Batterbury, Pordio, Doug Saylor, Scott McCluskey. I'm sorry for murdering all your names, but thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't. You but nailed anyway. it this week. You, na- you ruined it by it? correcting yourself. You okay. Just nailed it. All right. Okay. Okay. Improvements. <laughs> it's all going. That's it, man. That's uh, it. But yeah, man. So uh, how's the week been, man? How's your game playing week been, man? How's it going? It's been good, man. You know, uh, just piling through The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, like, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm on that. Uh, I'm on the Platinum run. So, uh, obviously, okay. I've, I've already completed it when it first came out. But I thought, I'll wait. Yeah. Be a PS5 mm-hmm. patch, it came. So, I'm just doing the Platinum yeah. run on that. Uh, I've just got to, without spoiling it, the people know. The, the, la, the, la, 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 la. That, that <laughs> further in the game, you know, yeah, that right. bit, but yeah. yeah, oh, that bit. I'm just there, so uh, just going through now. I've only got like three or four trophies left to do, and that's just collecting things. Okay. So nice. I'm just going nice, around collecting nice. it, but I just forgot how immersive this world is, man. It's amazing. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I've been well, well, I haven't, but I've been watching my son mm-hmm. play Ratchet and Clank, the new one. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna play it after thoughts? The Last of Us, but I know that if I start playing it now, I'm not gonna do the platinum on the last Like, don't touch Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. But uh, I was watching him mm. play, and the yeah. game visually pff, stunning, absolutely Sick. stunning. Yeah, it is the definition of a Pixar movie. YouTube does it no justice, man. You need to see the game wow. running. It is beautiful, and like I didn't even want to touch the pad. Like he's like, oh help me! I'm <laughs> like, no, 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 because I'm all, I'll, I'll just start playing, and I'm like, no, I'm not playing. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm not playing it at all. But yeah, so mainly just the Last of Us Two, just going for that platinum trophy. I should have yeah, it by yeah, next cool. week. Next week, well, I'm hopefully to do a lot more than what I've done so far in Last of Us Two. I'm still in the great beyond. You know, we're just talking about the first day. <laughs> you know what I mean, I found a guitar. Uh, what else did I? I went to the courts. Uh, killed a couple of crazy ass clickers and zombies there. Uh, and I think it's leading onto something interesting now. So I've managed to find the right. code to keep get going. to the East Gate. And it's just getting interesting, man. So, yeah, Dude, I'll be I'm I'm putting a straight, lot more time This is a it, game that just gets better and better. There's no, nothing mm. slow. There's no slow point now. It's just going to keep going like this. Yeah. Up, 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 yeah. up, 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 up. That's what this game is. I'm looking does, forward man. to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. I, mean, I love the interaction between Ellie and her partner, Karimba. Dina. <laughs> Dina, yeah. I like the whole relationship. I like that, you know, very, very 21st century. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's what we're playing. We've got a whole load of news for you guys, and it's all going to be PlayStation 5 related, obviously. But um, it's going to be an exciting one. Uh, first up, 
uh, Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida, sorry for murdering your name, has offered new predictions for the PS5 sales in a recent shareholders meeting, saying that he predicts that Sony will achieve 22.6 million PS5 sales per year starting April 2022. Uh, Sony achieved their initial target of selling 7.5 million consoles from launch up until March 31st this year. Uh, Sony are expecting to sell an additional 14.5 million despite the shortage components um, of components required to make the consoles. So I don't know how they've managed to secure all those semiconductors, like how much money are they shifting? How much elbows are they giving to Microsoft so they can't even get a look in oh, to, to any of these suppliers? It's crazy, yeah, but man. I mean, just to give you an idea. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you just break down full fiscal year, year two for each PlayStation. Yep. So in, yep. dude, this is going to shock you. So year two, PlayStation mm-hmm. 1 sold 3.3 million units. That's it. 3.3 really? million. You wouldn't think that, right? You know, wow. but you have to remember, this was at a time where PlayStation was going up against, you know, it was new. It was going up against Nintendo and Sega. There was a lot more competition. There. And so, Xbox. It was going against Xbox. No, 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 How much original, did Xbox sell? No, no, the, the Xbox didn't come out to PS2. Uh, so, obviously, mm. the, the original PlayStation was literally going up against um, N64, N64 days, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was going up yeah. against those two. But yeah, <clears> 3.3 million units sold in its second year. PS2, mm. 7.7 million units in its second year. PS3, yep. 9.6 million units in its second year. PS4, wow. 14.8 million units in its second year. And obviously they're aiming for 14.6 on PS5. But... Mm. If we're looking at overall records for Sony, so they're talking about they want to break their own record for their biggest selling year for PlayStation. So the current record holder is PS1, which sold Mm -hmm. 22.6 million consoles in a single year in 1998. And then the PS2 is in second place. It had a year where it Mm -hmm. sold 22 million units in 2002. Just so happens that GTA 3 came out that year as well. PS3's biggest year was 14.4 million units, which was in 2010, coincides with Uncharted. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then PS4's biggest year was 2016, where it sold 20 million units. So Sony expect that from March 20, from April 2022 to March. 31st 2023 they're going to sell the most amount of playstations they ever have in a single year so it's big you know but it's all down to i don't know how to do that it's all down it's all down to components that's it they've got the market share they've got the mind share more people are talking about playstation 5 because obviously with their being really elusive over the e3 period we're all waiting to see what they got what they got i think they know things that we don't so i think they're they must know or they must think that a Rockstar game is coming out that year, that that's the year GTA is coming, you know, or penned in, <laughs> yeah. because they, they, they obviously can sell over 22.6 million units in a year, because Sony can be like, right, this is when we're going to release this, 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 and this from us alone. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16 probably falls into that year. You know, that game's not going to be ready this coming year, right? So they're probably mm-hmm. looking at that thinking, right, Final Fantasy bundles, uh, if the rumor is true, PSVR 2 launches just before that financial year starts. So again, that's going to push it. You know, the rumor is obviously that it's out holiday 2022. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, you know, they're probably looking at it thinking, and Alex, here's the most important thing. Yeah. It will be, they're talking about the third year. So maybe towards the end of this third year, we get a slim PS5 or we get a PS5 Pro at the end of this third year, which will boost that 20 a PS4, I can't even imagine a I know, Pro right? I know, I don't understand what they could do to push a PS5 Pro, except just I'll tell you what they power. could do. I could tell you what they could do for starters, yeah. And this is going to require them adding more power. That, well, that's, that's a given. <laughs> I hope that they come out with a silent blu-ray drive i swear to god man as soon as you put a disc in that machine yeah it just like it just it's like a jet engine man. It's like, i'm thinking use the ssd i'm yelling at the system say come on just download it all onto the, oh, crazy, man. the ssd just use it but anyway that's what they need to do for the next one come out the playstation 5 silent um okay well uh speaking of uh, uh games which could be coming out which we have no idea about it looks like an e-football ps pes uh, Pez, sorry, 2022 announcement could be on its way soon um, as a performance test for Konami football game has been rated in Taiwan. Spotted by Gamatsu on Twitter, the online technical test doesn't give the official name for Pez 2022, but it does list it as a new football game from Konami, which obviously is going to be something related to Pez. Uh, we're still waiting for an official announcement from Konami, but we expect to see the title in the next few weeks. Last year's entry, eFootball Pez 2021, launched in the form of a title update. And this was met with positive reception. And hopefully this year's will be make a big splash after a year off. Yeah, because everyone took a year off COVID, right? Uh, eFootball Pairs 2022 is expected to release on the PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation 4 in fall 2021. Fall or autumn, whichever you choose. I'm telling you straight, dude. Obviously, this, you're this the is, man about this. This is, this is Christmas for you, right? <laughs> this should be the number one story, not PlayStation expecting to sell a record PlayStation. <laughs> really? eFootball Pairs 2022. <laughs> And the PS5 <laughs> is the number one story. You know this. Can't wait. Yeah, you know, they yeah. they took their time. They didn't want to rush uh, a launch game for the PS5. They wanted to focus mm-hmm. on, a, you know, switching from the Fox engine to Unreal. So they're using yeah. Unreal for PES. This is going to be the first PES game recently that's going to be using Unreal Engine. So we're all mm-hmm. really excited. They took a year out last year, but, you know, by just f- bug fixing eFootball Pez yeah. 2021, which is why it felt different, yeah. you know. Anyone yeah. who's a Pez fan who's listening to this, um, I'll put a link in the description, but there's a link to an interview we had with Adam Batty about Pez, and he spoke about the development cycles of Pro Evo. It's a great listen to, especially if you're a mm. Pez fan and you want to know the, the, just the stress they go through each year, you know, and how much they actually have to do <laughs> within that yeah. year of development to get it ready for a year. It's a great interview, but yeah, this is two years, even longer in development, yeah. obviously, but I'm so excited to see it. Um, the fact that it's a, uh, obviously it was an online sort of like beta thing makes me think that um, it's a potential online demo where you can just play people online and they're stress testing it. We know as well room uh, that reports have come out of FIFA 22 is doing that in a closed beta as well at the mm-hmm. moment. So um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Konami do the same thing. As for the next few weeks, I think it's sooner rather than later. I think um, Konami are ready. You know, I think we're going to be really excited. I cannot wait. Dude, we're going to finally see what Pez looks like running on a PS5. Can't wait. Well, I can't wait. I really can't wait. And uh, the fact is that they're going to be using Unreal Engine as well. It's going to be interesting to see how they utilize that power. And whether it's actually going to play the same, because even games like Tekken, they switched over to Unreal. I don't want it to, you know. Um, I really don't. I'd really... It feels weird. It feels weird. As a Pez-like... Cons- 
connoisseur, you know, that's the word I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Like I've played yeah. PES since the early days of PlayStation mm-hmm. and I'm excited. I don't want the move to Unreal is great, but I don't want the fundamental. I want, I just want new game. The DNA can carry mm-hmm. over, but I want the gameplay to be different. I want the game to feel, I want, it's a new generation, a new start. I want everything to feel different on PES. Yeah. You know, so fingers crossed. Nice, fresh. Yeah, exactly. let's hope. Fingers crossed. Exactly. Uh, speaking of fingers crossed, this has no relationship to that. That's crossover. <laughs> uh, number three, uh, it has now been confirmed that the majority of WB gays will stay together and be placed under the new Warner Bros. Discovery brand, uh, Bar Playdemic, really, uh, who were a movie developer that has just been sold off to EA. In a press release, WB stated that the remaining WB Ross Games um, portfolio is included in the recently announced Warner Media Discovery transaction and will become part of the combined media and entertainment company after the expected close of that transaction. Well, dude, EA spent 1.2, yeah, no, 1.4 billion dollars on Playdemic really? because they own uh, and they're the developers of uh, is it Golf Crush on mobile Golf phones. Crush. It's called Golf okay. Crush or yeah, Golf yeah. Club or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Golf Clash, sorry, Golf Clash. Golf Clash, um, okay. Yeah, and it's basically uh, like an online golf game where you play against someone else in the world. But EA have just spent $1.4 billion on them. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely okay. crazy. I but, yeah. You love that company so much. I don't know what's going on at Warner, dude. It's just like their film side is all messed up. Their game side, they can't decide what they want to do with it. I just give up with them. Just give me the games I want and just carry on messing up the business side of things. I'm not really bothered. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, the Man of Steel too. That's all I care about. You know, they've been trying to find like solid ground for a long for the longest time. Like you said about the movies. I mean, come on. Zack Starter's Justice League came out just the other day and that is to reports that you probably won't even get to do a sequel even though that did phenomenally well, especially for the HBO Max service. And obviously it's had rave reviews across the board. Why would you say no to money? It's, you know what I mean? There's money people are willing to give it to you, but um, I think they're hoping to just like, just take things into their own hands. And I think they're a bit threatened about Zack Snyder's control of the whole DC uh, EU. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. And hopefully they can actually just get their games on board because I want to see some more games. And I'd love to see a Justice League inspired game that would be sick, especially the way Ben Affleck's Batman did that warehouse scene. They had that type of aggression, you know, for the combat system, you know, mixed with the Arkham Dude, series. It could be you're phenomenal. Getting that, you're getting the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. That's what you're getting. Ah, you yeah, yeah, That's great. The game we've getting. all wanted. Speaking I think it's going to look cool, we... man. I think it's going to look cool. We'll see. It'll be really interesting, <laughs> but the fact that we've got to wait to DC Fandom to see gameplay is crazy, which is not until, like, end of the year. So, long wait, yet. yeah. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of long waits, uh, Takeshi Aramaki, uh, studio head of Luminous Productions, who are developing the upcoming PlayStation 5 exclusives for Spoken, revealed that the game will use AMD's Fidelity FX Super Resolution technology, which will help boost frame weights on the PlayStation 5 games as they are equipped with AMD GPUs, as we know. Going on, Aramaki says, implementing cutting-edge AMD technology in the development of Forspoken is an embodiment of that philosophy. Uh, With Forspoken, we are aiming to achieve the highest quality videos ever seen in an open-world game. Wow, that's a massive statement. That is a massive statement. That means it's got to be better. That's got to look better than Horizon that we saw a few weeks ago then because that looks it has to look better than horizon i mean is that the best visuals that we've seen thus far 
No, I think I from mean, I think from an open world game, that Horizon state game. of play is the best I've seen. You know, I think as a game yeah. that's been released in open world form, it's probably Red Dead um, Redemption Two in terms yeah, of visuals. True. But yeah, yeah. I mean, from what we've seen in the the, the 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 tiny gameplay snippets that we've seen of Forspoken, it looks stunning already. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. if they're gonna make that's it look good. even better, then wow, you know. But a big thing to that yeah. is gonna be frame rate, isn't it? It is. You know, the funny thing is that game reminded me of the, uh, you know, the Unreal 5 demo, you know, what got released. It looks so similar. And I wonder if they're actually going to be using Unreal Engine, you know, for, for that game. Oh, they, so they've got um, the Luminous Engine, which is their own in-house one. So it's Square's version of like Decima or EA's version of Frostbite. So Square, practically almost every Square game uses that Luminous Engine. Yeah. But they've optimized right, okay. the hell out of that engine for years. Yeah. And they know what they're doing with it, you know. Yeah. Especially unleashing the raw power of the PlayStation 5. Speaking of raw power, Sony has released some information about um, about the most played games on the PlayStation now in spring 2021, including some of the big AAA titles which joined the service. Uh, revealed on the PlayStation blog, these titles chronicle what, pl- what was played between March 1st, 2021 and June 1st, 2021, and are split up between the both streamed via PC and games downloaded and streamed on the PlayStation consoles. That's a mouthful. Uh, these games which are most played on the PlayStation consoles are as follows. This is surprising. Marvel's Avengers, which is available till um, July the 5th, 2021. Horizon Zero Dawn, classic game. Call of Duty Black Ops 3, um, previously available to through uh, April 29, 2021. Um, F1 2020, not available in Japan, interesting. Um, and WWE 2K19, which is that game actually fixed or is it still broken? No, I mean, 2K20 was, actually, was the broken one, was it? Okay, yeah. okay, cool. They should actually go back to that. And, um, as for games played on the PC, they are as follows Bloodborne, which I heard is an amazing game, it's Horizon again, Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, Marvel's Avengers, Detroit Become Human. I'm surprised to see Marvel's Avengers in there, to be honest. I just didn't realise that that was such a I'm not game. surprised because people probably just don't want to pay full price for it, right? And they're like, oh, I could just play it on <laughs> yeah. PlayStation now. That's fine. What surprises yeah. me is on the PlayStation side of things is that Horizon mm. is still being played when you can... You... <laughs> it's, it's like £5, like, you know what I mean? And it's been... It was yeah. a PlayStation... It was free at the Play at Home initiative for so long, but it's still ranking yeah. that high. You know, it's Bloodborne, yeah. I'm not surprised. That's the, that's the holy grail. For everyone, mm-hmm. if you ask somebody, you, you dude, it's that crazy. You could ask a Nintendo fan, do you want a brand new Mario game or do you want Bloodborne remastered? He'll say yeah. Bloodborne remastered, right? Even if he's five years old, because no, everybody I'll, wants I'll a new Mario. Bloodborne game. Man. It's crazy, man. Because like, <laughs> yeah, no, Bloodborne's this is the from you know, I've never played it actually. Well, this is what many people say that it's from software's best game, and that's right. saying something because this is this is a. They did Demon Souls, they did Dark Souls, they've done Sekiro. What Bloodborne was, was mm. a perfect blend of, it was Dark Souls grittiness and difficulty yeah. mixed with Sekiro speed, if that okay. makes sense. You know, and it's set yeah, in like a gothic twice, overtone, like uh, Castlevania yeah. games from the past. Dude, Bloodborne is ridiculously like it's got, I think it's got one of the highest completion rates of any game on PlayStation in terms really? of trophies because people just keep going back and playing it again and again. It has, there wasn't even a PS4 Pro patch. I'm telling you. Yeah. 
They're not <laughs> saying it. They're, they're, they're redoing that game. They have to be redoing that game. They have to. Yeah, yeah. They will, especially it's if there's nuts. such a big following from it. Absolutely nuts. But yeah, I'm not surprised that's number one for PC, you know, and Horizon on both lists. Horizon. People are getting yeah, ready yeah, for the Horizon, you know. People are getting ready. I'm getting ready to it, man. I'm just, what am I doing? I'm in the middle of, well, I'm just about to do the trials where she gets incorporated into the world. You don't play uh, anything but Last of Us 2. <laughs> right. Don't talk about Horizon to me. Until you do that. Oh, I can, I can talk about Horizon. You know, the thing about Horizon is, it's like, it's not Zelda, but it's still a very, very good game. And what I'll say is, if you compare it to the likes of um, Last of Us, it's, I don't know, man. Last of Us is just too good. It's like, the even the small... Se- okay, so I found a guitar. I randomly found a guitar in that open world. I think it was next to the bank or whatever. The, the music shop. Music shop. Yeah, so I'm there now. I'm just, and I'm thinking, they just had a moment there. But just dude, just the a moment. Thing. And I thought... If you didn't go into the coffee shop where you found the key for the music shop, mm. you would have missed it completely because you have to find the key yeah. to get into the music shop. So you actually got in key. there. Was it a key? I just broke. I just broke the window. No, no, I broke the window. Oh, pet store. What a pet store. But yeah, yeah, yeah. pet store. Oh, the pet store. The the music store is easily missable. The the, the, the (laughs) guitar section. If you don't go into that room, you miss it completely. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the fact is that there's those little Easter eggs in there, man. It's like I'm just I'm scaring everywhere, man. Uh, but uh, speaking about scaring everywhere, it seems like people have been scaring the internet to find some type of link to our next story. Kind of like that <laughs> transition there. After days of days of wild conspiracy theories for unrelenting fan speculation, Hassan Karaman, founder of Blue Box Game Studios, the team behind the PlayStation Five exclusive Abandon, uh, has had to appear on video publicly to state that he isn't he isn't working with Hideo Kojima and that he is indeed a real person. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, in the video message from Twitter, Caraman shows off himself and says that he is indeed a real person. Following up with, I am not really associated Oh, that's interesting. I'm not really associated with Hideo Kodama. Um, I am not, uh, I'm not an actor. I'm not working on Silent Hill. So yeah, I just wanted to show you guys my face and I'm real and hopefully we'll do a Q&A really soon. Interesting. I just think it's well, just we, funny we the fact that he had to come so out much, and said he was so a real person. <laughs> Dude, we went into so much detail last week about it. Remember, all the evidence yeah, was pointing there. And yeah, then... I was getting hyped. Yeah, 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 definitely. I still, I don't know, something inside me says this is the like the final deflection before the unveil, you know. Yes. The Kansas City <laughs> Shuffle. That's it, you yeah, know what I mean? I mean, uh, fool the crowd. And if you want to nitpick, yeah, if you want to nitpick, it says, I'm not really associated with Hideo Kojima. I'm like, come on, I'm not really, like, really? I mean, I want to believe that. No <laughs> the idea. fact is that there's been so much attention brought to it. Um, I don't know. Well, only time will tell. And hopefully that this game abandoned or whatever it's going to be called, Silent Hill 3 or 4, whatever, uh, is going to be pretty good. But the graphics so far from that one screenshot, well, the clip, look amazing. So um, has has they, they, they've got so much to live up to now. They've got to make that mm. game sing. Anyhow, it happens like a cyberpunk moment. Blue Box Studios is just going to get dashed in the bin where, like, people are just going to, you know, disown it. Um, but anyway, 
uh, yeah, that's disappointing news for all you, um, not the Italian fans, including you, Sonny. I know, I know you we'll really see what happens, man. Really we'll get... see what happens. All yeah. I care about is e football and 2022. And Pez, let's get this going. Come on, man, let's get this going. Yeah, let's see. Well, up until, well, until that comes out, uh, we've got a sales update a brand new PlayStation Store mid year deal sale has just gone live with discounts of hundreds of PlayStation 5 and PS4 games. Yeah, PlayStation 5 shouldn't really be less than 100. There's hardly anything on the PlayStation 5 for now. Anyway, what highlights include uh, Adrift, uh, Batman Return to Icon, uh, Arkham, which is a brilliant game, Bloodborne, as we've been mentioning, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, FIFA 2021, many Lego games, and more. Wow, so um, it seems like there's going to be a lot of things to keep everybody's fans' hands uh, occupied until Pez eventually gets out. In uh, in October, but um, out of those games, which which one are you looking forward to besides Pez? I think if you <laughs> haven't played it already, listeners, I would say if and yeah. you want to try something different, uh, Adrift is basically a game about um, you are an astronaut, your space station has exploded, your suit is leaking oxygen, so you and and there's zero gravity. You need to find yeah. out what happened, and you do that via voice logs and memos and things like that. But you are floating in open space in this debris, trying to find oxygen tanks and make your way through this space station. You know, it's absolutely and visually, it's stunning as well. Amazing, yeah. highly, highly recommended drift, and obviously, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne. So, um, I'm definitely going to give that a go, and I'm also going to return to uh, Batman Return to Arkham. I'm going to need to dive into that because I haven't really. I mean, I played it, but I didn't really go. Bless you. Um, it must be all those. Uh, yeah, it must be all those trees behind you. Oh, mate. Uh, <laughs> well, I was mate. thinking to myself, my listeners thinking I'm just got a field behind me. But if you look carefully, <laughs> there he is. Oh my God! There. There's a box there. There's a box there. Oh my God! He's walking with a box. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Great, great. All right, then uh, let's jump on to our questions. Uh, We have one from Daniel from the UK. What's up, Daniel? He asks, what are your thoughts on Xbox taking away Bethesda games from gamers after Phil Spencer said he wasn't that it wasn't going to happen? Uh, It just feels like he's been hurt. My thoughts. um, It's just business. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, they they always make promises. They always say things that find out, obviously, later to be true or untrue. So I guess ultimately, whenever they make promises, just don't listen to them. Wait until the physical, wait until the actual evidence is actually out there and take that as reality because, you know, they do this all the time. They do this all the time. Not even just Phil Spencer. I mean, come on, even PlayStation made their, their, made their statements, you know, make little promises and here and there, and they never came out to be true. For example, we're just going to dedicate all our focus on the PlayStation 5 and it switched to a cross-generation thing. So... This is my view on um, all these developers. I don't give a crap what they say beforehand. I just want to see what happens when it, when the deal is actually finally done. Mm. How about you? I think Daniel has a point. Um, Microsoft have a history of doing this. So if you think about it, Sony hasn't, with, with the exception of Insomniac, Sony hasn't really acquired a studio in like a decade. It's been like 10 years. Mm. It's been a long time. And Sony tend to buy studios that are already second party or making PlayStation games, you know, Naughty Dog, mm-hmm. uh, Insomniac Games, with the exception of a VR game and Sunset Overdrive. They practically were doing 
PlayStation games anyway, you know. Yeah. And then you look at Spider Spider Man was already in development before obviously Sony bought Insomniac. Obviously, the deal was done with Sony in mind, but Sony obviously they've bought companies, but I don't think Sony do what Microsoft have done and buy studios and take games away. I think Sony license third party games and take them away, like Final Fantasy and things like that. You know, they'll 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 get that exclusivity. Mm-hmm. That's how Sony do it. Microsoft have the money, you know. People don't realize that Halo wasn't an Xbox game. Halo was an Apple game. It was going to be exclusive originally to yeah, um, Apple. For I, I still remember. You can actually go onto YouTube and watch Steve Jobs introduce Halo. You know, as yeah. a Mac exclusive and stuff. And then Microsoft went and bought <laughs> bought the game, bought Bungie, and took it away from all the Apple gamers. You know, and they've done the same thing with Bethesda. I think it is a piss take that he said. Um, you know, that we will take it by a game-by-game basis, but games that already have a heritage on PlayStation will stay on PlayStation. He's sticking to that because Starfield doesn't have a heritage on anything yet. Starfield isn't real because it hasn't come out yet. So they have all their right to take that away. Hellblade was a newish game, but we won't... I think the real kick in the teeth will happen when a new Doom comes out or Elder Scrolls 6. You know, those franchises have been on PlayStation. Let's see if they come to PlayStation. If they do, he's stuck to his word because, again, new IPs like from Arcane and, you know, that Redfall and all that stuff, that they haven't existed on PlayStation. So we haven't had the example of a big AAA game like a Doom or a Wolfenstein be announced and taken away from PlayStation gamers. Again, like you said, it's, it's 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 saltiness. I'm bitter that Starfield isn't coming to PlayStation because it's fucking look. It looks <laughs> amazing. The CGI trailer was stunning, but like you know, at the end of the day, it works in every camp in one way or another. You know, and I just mm. think with Microsoft, yes, they buy studios, they take them away. Sony buy timed exclusivity or exclusivity. I just find it weird that nobody bitched when Sony initially took spider-man away you want new you want a triple a yeah. spider-man you can only get it on playstation you know but starfield true bitchiness coming on on the sony side because the game looks, <laughs> take it as a compliment the game looks amazing yeah. it's exciting we've all it's, it's, it's filling a gap that mass effect andromeda didn't fill we want it badly yeah. we're not getting it we're just i just think a lot of playstation gamers just aren't used to that they're used to having mm-hmm. the, the high ground on banter and they've lost they used it a to little being bit. Spoiled. They exactly, used to being exactly. spoiled. Another kid is getting the toy now and they're not happy about yeah, it. Yeah, but, it's like, no, no, we want that too. But I'll tell you something that's <laughs> yeah, interesting. True. So yeah. uh, Bethesda obviously have two PlayStation exclusives in development, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo is timed exclusive. Deathloop yeah. belongs to Sony. That game will not come to an Xbox platform unless a deal is struck between basically Microsoft have to ask Sony permission and payment to get Deathloop over time. Deathloop is literally developed by Microsoft's Bethesda or developed by Bethesda, but it's a Sony property. It's like Death Stranding. Sony have that property nailed. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So it'll be really interesting. If I was Sony, I'd be like, look, you can have Deathloop and Ghostwire day and date, give us Starfield. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's yeah, what they should do. They they, so. they could they could probably do that. But um I think uh 
yeah, this, this is what you have to do to stay afloat in the game, really, isn't it? It's like you have yeah, to make these big boy decisions and take these key franchises away and just copy Listen, copy the best, isn't it? If I pay <laughs> if I pay eight billion dollars for a publisher, yeah. I'm not giving you the games. <laughs> I've paid nope. eight billion nope. for a re I've overpaid dramatically because Bethesda yeah. is not worth eight billion, but they've paid way over the odds, probably double the amount of what Bethesda is actually worth to secure them for a reason because they weren't for sale. Yeah. So, you know, yep. it's massive. But I think we are where we are. But ultimately, Daniel, just don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah, Daniel, don't worry about it because you know what's really going to happen, like I said before. Forget about what they've said before. Just wait until the evidence is actually in your hand or actually on the screen. You know what I or think, Alex? Think, mm-hmm. Go. I don't think it's going to come to PlayStation. You know why? why not? Because I think Microsoft's Endgame is Game Pass on PlayStation. Not in the way ah. box. So the third-party <laughs> stuff. Think about it. The third-party yeah. games that are on Game Pass, they won't come to PlayStation because that protects Sony's third-party mm-hmm. income, right? Yeah. But I think a, a model of Game Pass where first and second-party exclusives on Xbox machines can be streamed on the PlayStation. I think that's my... Microsoft's holy grail for them is to get Game Pass on that audience of PlayStation gamers, right? You look at and it, it can be done. Be, look at yeah. uh, EA, EA Play, you know, EA Access on PlayStation, it's restricted mm. compared to the PC yeah. and the Xbox version because Sony said you can have it on there, but you're cutting into our back catalogue purchases of third-party titles. So you do not get everything on the PlayStation version of EA Access because Sony is like Nintendo, cutthroat. It's all about the money, right? So Sony yes. get a percentage of EA access membership money, but they also get the, mm-hmm. the, the 30% that's sold on the, the backlog. And they'll probably say the same thing yeah. to Microsoft eventually. You know? That's exactly what they'll say. You exactly. know what I mean? And yeah. it's a win-win for everybody because then it means more money. Because if, if you think about it, 120 install base on PS4 and your PS5 mm-hmm. install base growing. If Microsoft get Game Pass onto PlayStation, whew, it's amazing, you know. Then they can yeah. talk Netflix money, right? <laughs> then, then, then they can. They can yeah, talk yeah. Netflix, and money. it's already happening. I mean, MLB the show. I mean, it's already begun, man. You know, so but I, I think yeah, by by the end of this generation, twenty twenty five. By the end, yeah. of, by the time PS six is going to come around, Game Pass will be on PlayStation. Yes. Some form of Game Pass will be on PlayStation. But there's already talk about it being on the Nintendo Switch, so. It's not going to be too long, you know. They'll test it on the lower you, end system. You don't, you don't. Spec-wise. Nintendo can't do anything about it if there's an internet browser mm. on there, and Microsoft get Game Pass working on an Apple iPhone via browser. Nothing's to stop yeah. them going on anything with a browser. Then you know what I mean. It might play like shit Very though, <laughs> but you'll still Actually, have it as long as you've got as long as you've got a good internet connection. Yeah, it plays very well. Play the probably like a six hundred megabyte minimum just to get it running in the way. It needs to be. <laughs> probably yeah. Make sure you get your big SD card definitely. All right. Well, cheers for that, Daniel. Fingers crossed. It's all going to change in the future for you, but. Yeah, we'll see, you know, but money talks, you know what I mean? So that, that's quite hopeful on both sides. Uh, we have another question from, uh, we have another question, and this is from Tim from New York. And he asks, PS1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, one game per generation that blew you away with visuals that made you go, wow, this is next gen of gaming, or this is the next gen of gaming. So that's Great the question. American accent there. Great question. So, yeah, cheers for that question, uh, Tim. Um, yes, Every generation, there is that one game that just blows your mind and you think, shit, those visuals are freaking amazing. Um, 
Whether okay, I said so it's I've got my generation. first one then. Uh, so for PlayStation One, you know. Yeah. It has to be Tekken 3. Not not even Metal Gear Solid. Tekken 3. <laughs> really? Dude, this was running at 480i. That's shit when you compare it to now. But dude, this was a PlayStation 1 game running at 60 yep. frames locked at the time. Was it 60 frames locked? 60 frames locked on No PS1, way. That's impressive. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, 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 they had the quick motion capture animation, so nothing was going wrong. It was fast. It was fluid. But that yeah. really boosted the visuals and the colors because if you look at it from a fighting standpoint, we only had Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And Mortal Kombat yeah. had that weird photorealism characters, you know, with the crappy backgrounds, and Street Fighter looked like a cartoon. And then <laughs> yeah, it did. Tekken came out and it was just ridiculous. Like the detail on the characters. I still remember Eddie Gordo in that game, Paul Phoenix in the back. Eddie Howard, Gordo. You know, yeah, Tekken awesome. 3 absolutely like i remember i just remember playing it that made me go wow you know on yeah um playstation because it was just really because I, I know metal gear was impressive but it was very gray white and yeah. like you know different shades and stuff whereas tekken was just so much color and we had tekken one which played like shit we had tekken two which was all right but tekken three was such a leap from those two games you know, mm. I mean, you can say Gran Turismo and everything like that, but Tekken for me was the WoW game on PlayStation 1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Ridge Racer Type 4, which came out in yeah. 98. I think Tekken 3 was 97, yeah. So it was still early in the PlayStation yeah. 5 cycle, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a game. Ridge Racer. For me, it's going to be Ridge Racer. Seeing that game was... Ridge Racer's always been impressive, you know, and that was the game that pretty much set the bar for... Well, I guess that, that gave Gran Turismo the rights, you know what I mean, to actually make like a really good, compelling and visually stunning game. So yeah. that's going to be a uh, risk for me. And also, not to mention, that's going to Metal Gear Solid. Of course, yeah, dude, It was amazing. Dude, here's the thing about Ridge Racer. He had Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Revolution, and he had Rage Racer mm -hmm. in there as well. But Ridge Racer Type 4 was their goal at a, a simulation similar to Gran Turismo. And that game yeah. was locked at 30 frames, but had a high... Uh, texture details and that game looked stunning, you know. For uh, I even yeah. I was in awe at that game on uh PlayStation One, but yeah, Tekken Three without a doubt. Those two games were the wow games. What about PS2? <clears throat> PlayStation Two. What game made you go wow? What would I say? Uh, okay, there's wow one would game probably be Resident Evil. Oh, it's late Evil in the generation that really made you go wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it took a while for them to actually get my attention. Obviously, I had the GameCube at that point, and I was thinking, eh, I guess they can compete <laughs> with I think the for superior me, system. It's actually really, really early in the PS2's Which life one? cycle, and that was Silent Hill 2. Like, obviously, right, we nice came from... Because we had, like, PlayStation 1, you know, pixelated graphics and stuff. I just remember that trailer for Silent Hill 2 was just like... And then the game came, and it was like... This is like leaps and bounds of yeah, the launch yeah. games of PS2. It was way ahead of them, way ahead yeah. of anything on PlayStation 1. I was just like, holy shit, Silent Hill. That game, see, that was the wild game for me on PS2. It was like, this was, is next gen. I'll tell you what, have you played Black? That, uh, yeah, Black is amazing. Dude. Yeah. That was, that, that's from the maker. Black was, was amazing. Syrian, dude. That was from the guy yeah, who yeah. came out. That was freaking sick. So that was, yeah, okay, that would be for me, that would be my next gen game. For real. Nice. What about your PlayStation 3 then? Ooh, there's a few because obviously play I mean there's two. Okay. So one was yeah. straight on launch day, Motorstorm. What a game. You know, you're coming from the PS2 
and yeah, yeah, yeah. games like sick. obviously Gran Turismo 4 Absolutely and, sick. Um, yeah. you know other games like that but Motorstorm obviously launched in 2006 with the PlayStation. That game was just stunning, like absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, but then you have to go further into the generation with Uncharted 2. Um, yeah. Can't say anything was, about yeah, that game, that was, man. Like that yeah. was the Hollywood game. Series so. defining game. Yeah, definitely, man. That was a brilliant the visuals, game. the color, the <clears throat> action. The, it was just unbelievable. But um, yeah, yeah Motorstorm was the first WoW game for, for me on PS3, and then Uncharted 2 really took it to another level. But I think like the okay, game that for... the, I think to me still to this day one of the best graphics on PS3, Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> the, uh, oh, way look good. Back. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is way back. Well, that did look amazing. Uh, for me, it would have to be Beyond Beyond Two Souls. Remember that tech demo that we saw? Horror. Yeah, yeah, Kara. Yeah, that was, in fact, that was me, that, that blew my mind, even to this day. Mm. Yeah, and the fact that that was actually related, right? Wasn't it connected to... It was uh, no, connected so Kara was a tech demo for Beyond, but then Kara was so for popular, Beyond. it became Detroit Become Human. <sighs> yeah, 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 so Kara's yeah, in yeah, Detroit, yeah, so. Too, so. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that would be mine. So anyway, then to jump on to PlayStation 4, mate. Uh, this one's really easy because obviously there were some really yeah. impressive games that launched like Killzone Shadowfall and an infamous mm-hmm. second second. But the game that really made me go... Because you've got to remember, we came, when we came to the end of the PS3, we had The Last yep. of Us. Last of Us, So yep. the jump from PS1 to PS2 and PS2 to PS3, PS3 to PS4 wasn't that big because The Last of Us at that time looked amazing, right, on PS3. Mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, this game came out 2015, so it was a bit over a year. The mm. Order 1886, you know, it was like a five-hour game. 80- the Order 1886, <laughs> Ready at Dawn made yeah. it. But Alex, to this day, yeah. we're in a new generation, and this was almost like a launch game. But to this day, it's still one of the best-looking yeah. visuals you'll see in a video game. Really? I think they spent 90% of the dev time on the visuals and then 10% on the gameplay. But Wow. The graphics were stunning. It made me go, wow. I was like, holy shit. If the PS4 is pushing this now, what is it going to push at the end? And I'll be honest with you, even towards the end of PS4, it was only a little bit higher than what the Order 1886 did really early in the PS4, man. Looks stunning. Mm, We also had had Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2 on the PlayStation. Yeah, that made me go, wow, at the end. But I think the problem with that was we built to that throughout the generation. So yeah, I yeah, knew, true, true, we were, true. like, Uncharted 4 was groundbreaking visually. I was just like, holy shit. But then you could tell that, yeah, we're going to get higher. We're going to get higher. Then you had, uh, obviously, you had things like Metal Gear Solid 5. You had Uncharted 4. You had um, God of War 2018, Spider-Man. You know, um, Detroit looked stunning as well. So when by the time we got to The Last of Us 2, I was like holy shit you know it's last of us 2 is in my top three best visuals i've ever seen but i was already wowed by that point but my initial wow on ps4 was the order the order okay uh what about ratchet and clank uh what for ps5 or ps4 ps4 uh, that was more of a remake though wasn't it like it, was, it looked great yeah but, but look it looked at, shit oh, it now looked compared to Rift Apart so yeah, comp- yeah of course it didn't wow me like you know because obviously that remake came out after Uncharted 4 so yeah. I was already the bar was already like up there with Uncharted yeah. 4 but yeah my PS4's first super wow was the Order 886 yeah. what about you 
What was your super uh, wow on PS4? Death Strand, well, it's a toss-up between Death Stranding and Detroit Becoming Human. Those are the two most visually stunning games I had ever seen. Mm. You know, I mean, the attention to detail. And, you know, I've got to think about eyes and making sure that it actually looks humanistic. And, yes, those games had it. You know, yeah. they had that rap, uh, rapid eye movement. And even down to the skin texture, the way the light bounced, uh, bounced through the skins, it's like, yeah, it was, it was brilliant. So those... Those games for me just truly said next gen. And even to this day, I'm thinking, really, how far? How far can we go? Because they still they still hold up. I mean, obviously it's towards yeah. the end of the generation, but but dude, let's see what well, let's see what Death Stranding director's cut looks like natively on PS5. Oh you know, well, yeah. I mean it, it, it would look good. It's gonna look amazing, of course, but it's not gonna be breaking, you know, it's not gonna be breaking what we've seen already, you know. Yeah. So I'm curious to see exactly what Ratchet and Clank can actually. Well, even even it touches it, but obviously that's more cartoony, right? Um, so we've got to do one for PlayStation Five then. <laughs> well, yeah, which Demon one? Souls. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's a tie. To this day, it's the best. Yeah. Still, still, you know, yeah. it's the best looking yeah. video game I've ever seen. Like the lighting in yeah. that game, the reflections, it's just stunning. And there's games like that we've seen in trailers, like Horizon and other games that we're just like, oh my god, wow, wow. But right now, yeah, Demon Souls on another level. Like it's just yeah. ridiculous. I was wowing yeah, day one with that game. <laughs> that yeah, like everything on PS5, like there was that, there was NBA 2K21. All these games were wowing. PS5 was wowing me for different reasons. I was getting wowed for the loading, the 3D audio, the controller, <laughs> oh, the everything. But specifically <laughs> for visuals, Demon Souls, like yeah. just like every game I put in, I was like, wow, wow, wow. And then I put Demon Souls in, I was like. Holy shit! <laughs> you know, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, to the point where like the reflections had reflections. I mean, the water had. It was just crazy. Just looking into the water just looked so immersive, and I've never really had experience you know that before. And I'd love to see that game in VR. You know, I'd love to just be able to just walk around in that world and just, you know, look at yourself in the virtual mirror and just see yourself and just as this knight, you know what I mean? And like really go into the actual details because obviously it's going to have that capabilities, you know, I mean, I'm speculating, but it's going to be amazing. But thank you for that, Tim. Um, Yeah, a nice little uh, throwaway down memory lane and current Mm. memories (laughs) to see what the best uh, visuals we've seen. But uh, thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. As always, if you do want to get in touch with us, if you've got any random questions like any of them, like we'll answer anything just throw us anything you can actually get to us at um via twitter at the latest ps5 or by email the latest ps5 at gmail.com uh you can find us on all the socials so just uh, go scary out there make sure you like share and subscribe whenever you see us on youtube or anywhere i mean we're pretty much on all the social outlets podcast outlets wherever you get your daily feed or weekly feed from uh just show us some love and uh also leave a comment as well we want to hear from you guys because um we love, we love, we love hearing you know, like any improvements, anything that you want to see differently, or if you're loving what we're doing. You know, if you want to see us drink a lot more whiskey, let us know because we've got loads of it. <laughs> you know, of course. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. That's been the latest PS5 episode 56. I'm throwing the mic over to Mr. Sonny Sagara for the final word. What you got? Football is upon us. <laughs> Pez is back, baby. Pez is back again. That's like Adi. Good, good night, good night ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>